0: Hello and welcome to the Just Keep Thriving podcast. I'm your host, Johnny Agresta. This podcast was created to empower beautiful humans just like you to embrace their power, expand to new heights, and truly feel like they are thriving. My goal is to provide you with actionable tips, empowering tools, and so much more to attract and create a life that you are completely obsessed with. In this podcast, we're going to cover topics including manifestation, self-love and acceptance, health, spirituality, living a life of passion, having more money, attracting more money, being fully expressed, and so much more. I am beyond excited to have you here, so let's get started. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back to today's podcast. This is a continuation of part one for successful habits or habits that have helped me be massively successful in all areas of my life. Um, we left off with a long talk about taking self-responsibility, and some people may not have liked that, and that is okay. It is not for everybody, it is for those who of you who are ready to take self-responsibility, (laughs) who are ready to grow. And you cannot grow without taking self-responsibility for the areas in your life that you want to grow in. Um, So let's finish off with the last 14, I think, um, things and habits that I'm going to go through. We are on number 13. So habit number 13 is stop talking shit. (laughs) Stop being negative and stop judging people. And this is one of the hardest ones to implement (laughs) because a lot of people relate to each other based off of negativity. A lot of people relate to each other based off of judging other people. A lot of conversations that I have ever heard in my life are talking about other people. And not in a positive way, not in like a, yeah, Johnny did this and Johnny's epic like this. It's like a, oh, did you hear what Johnny did? (laughs) And when we spend time shitting on people, when we spend time talking negatively, that's what we give power to. And when we give power to negativity and talking shit and judging people, that also means that we spend a lot of time judging ourselves. Oftentimes, we are judging ourselves so much, we feel so negative where we are, that we end up projecting it onto other people. And instead of telling, you know, our mom or our friend how bad we feel, and how uncomfortable we feel, and how unhappy we feel, we, we start talking about the other person. We start talking about Johnny. And, you know, Johnny wasn't feeling good today. And Johnny called me and did you hear what she fucking said? And all of this stuff, rather than just acknowledging like, hey, mom, I just don't fucking feel good. And so I want you to just start taking notice of how often your conversations are centered around some sort of negativity. Okay? And get really real with that. And I guarantee you, a lot of your conversations are. It's a common thing in our society until we actively start to shift it. And I know for me, I have when I started shifting this, um, people got very confused. You know, like I'll I'll be talking to somebody and they'll start shitting on somebody else or judging somebody else, or talking negative and be like, why are you doing that? Like, you know, I love this person or I think this person is great or. Like, yeah, I hear you on that, but like, I'm, I'd rather talk about something else. And then people get confused. They're like, oh, well, you used to talk like this all the time. And, oh, what are you judging me? And I'm like, no, I'm not judging you. I'm just choosing not to enroll in this conversation. And so people are going to get confused. People who you used to relate to in a negative way or in a talking about other people way are going to get confused. They may not like it because now they no longer have anything to talk to you about. They have no longer anything to share with you other than talking about other people. And then it feels like the relationship is like no longer good. And all of that is just expect that to happen, but do not break, like do not give up on being intentional with talking positively. Right. And when you surround yourself with people who talk positively, when you surround yourself with people who state things in a way that is very inspirational, they talk about their dreams, they talk about what they're doing, they're talking about the ways that they're changing, they're talking about the things that they're learning, their ideas. It feels really different in your life. And imagine if all of your conversations were centered around something positive. Or centered around helping process each other's feelings or helping listen to each other, right? Rather than just talking shit about people or talking shit about yourself or, you know, talking negatively. How would you feel, right? If you actually gave everybody confidence or helped contribute to everybody's confidence, helped contribute to everybody's love for themselves, you'd probably do it more often for yourself as well. And this is truly where I want to see the world go. I want everybody's internal mind, internal chatter to be positive, right? There's going to be negative things, but like understanding that the negativity is part of it. The fear is part of it. The, oh, I fucking hate this is part of it, but we don't dwell on the, or I I no longer want to see people dwell on, on the shit. I want them to have an intention of getting out of it right? I have a few family members, a few friends who are constantly in this place of negativity with no sense of trying to get out of it. It's just like, I just want to dump everything on you. And that's going to be our conversation, right? And when you no longer become available for that, that's when the dynamic between your relationships changes. That's when your internal mind changes. And that is when your natural state of being now changes to a more positive place, And when our mind and our natural way of being is a more positive place, we feel more accomplished. We're able to show up for ourselves. We get more things done. We attract what we want, right? And it's just a really important shift to have. And it's difficult. And judgment is a normal thing and it's okay. But noticing how you feel when you're judging somebody or paying attention to your body when you start talking badly about somebody. Or saying something about somebody that you really feel like you shouldn't be saying. Or you know you shouldn't be saying. You know you shouldn't be sharing. And just noticing that, sh- that, that uh, the vibration within your body, the feeling within your body is really important. And then the more you notice it, the more you'll start to see it. And then the more you see it, the more you feel it, the easier it is to change right? And it takes years and years and years of changing it, just like any other habit. But changing this negative talk is something that is so powerful. It is so, so, so powerful. Hmm. Also, side note, unrelated, is that my dogs will probably go off because my husband is coming home and we have a two-bedroom apartment right now. And You will probably hear my dogs go off, but I will pause it. I'm not going to edit the dogs out, but you will hear the dogs. I will pause it and then come back when they stop barking. (laughs) So number 14 is being intentional with my time. This is something that is so important. Honestly, just living with intention in general is so important acting from intention taking rest with intention, saying things with intention, being present with an intention, setting intentions for my day, all of it has helped me be so, so, so much more successful, so much happier, so much more capable of showing up for myself. Because when you have an intention of the way you want to live your life, or you have values um, that you live by, or you have um, just an intention for the day, or the moment, or the conversation that you're having, or the workout, it's so, so, so important. It's like if you've ever taken a yoga class and they ask you to set your intention in the beginning of class, I usually just go with the first thing that pops up in my head, whether it's to have fun, or be open, or be present or push myself or um just be with myself and give myself grace if my body's feeling tired right whatever the intention is going through that practice and reminding yourself of that intention and acting from that intention feels a lot better than just blindly going into the workout and just or the practice and just being like okay I'm just going to do it right one gives you a purpose and allows you to reground yourself in your intention right so when you're struggling in a posture Or when you're struggling to push yourself, you can come back to your intention of being like, okay, I do want to push myself in this, so I'm gonna keep going. Or I'm here to just be present with my body, so I'm gonna be I'm gonna back off. Right? I'm giving myself that that permission slip, that permission slip that's in line with the intention that I set. Right? So when you show up in your business or you show up for your workout or you show up for your relationship, you have an intention with what you are what what you want to achieve in that moment or in that day or in that session, right? And there's days where you get to go full force and push really hard. And then there's days where you get to back off. There's moments where you push really hard and moments where you back off, but having this balance in whatever way feels good for you, whatever way it's true for you is so important to being successful. So we're not just blindly going about our day, like headless fucking chickens and just going and going and going. Okay. So be intentional with your time. How are you spending it? Who are you spending it with? Is it truly what your body is needing? Did you say yes when you meant no? Did you say no when you meant yes? And really getting clear on that. Habit number 15 that I see makes people successful, that makes me successful, is being okay with taking up space. And this can be interpreted in a lot of different ways, as always. But for me, it means having like my being take up space like being present being loud (laughs) being quiet being crazy (laughs) being funny being quirky just being me whatever that looks like that day that moment in that instance and not being ashamed of it there's my dog's Okay. We are back. Sorry for that interlude. I did warn you though. Um, but yes, so living with intention, speaking with intention, acting with intention, thinking with intention, just being intentional and mindful about all actions and thoughts and allowing our intentions to guide us rather than just kind of living and doing and just like blindly going about life because we are so conditioned to just do things and live based off of other people's standards and make decisions based off of what's going to make other people happy and we when we lack intention we lack happiness when we lack intention we lack direction when we lack intention we lack the support that we need from ourselves to show up and it's really important to have our own intentions. So I like to do activities. And again, some of this is in the Just Keep Thriving app, um, which if you haven't heard, is my app that will help you from everything. It's all things personal development. It helps with everything from making money and building your business to manifestation and going after your desires and improving your life to and showing up for yourself, being consistent to... um improving your health and nutrition and fitness and being consistent with that and loving your body and challenging yourself. And yeah, it's all things personal development. There's no app like it, but some of the activities that I give you guys in there are to really make a list of your intentions and your values. What do you want to be intentional with in your life? What type of values are important to you? Um, And allowing that to guide your decisions, how you move, what you eat, um, what you do every single day, what what you do on your free time, right? Some of my biggest intentions is to number one grow. Growth is one of the things on this list that has made me really successful. But um, I have an intention to continuously grow. I value growth, internal growth, external growth, all things growth. And so I'm constantly living based off of that, constantly surrounding myself with books and people and scenarios and opportunities to grow as a human, to grow my income, to improve my my health. Like staying stagnant is not a thing that I like is not a thing that lights me up, and so one of my biggest intentions in life is to grow in ways that just serve me, and that that changes, and that's okay. Um, But it helps guide me, and I really value people who also value growth, and so that guides who I make friends with, that guides who I allow into my space, um, which I'm very, very, very picky about who I allow into my space. If you are one of my friends, or even one of my clients, or one of my coaches. Like you are a special human. I, and if not, you're, you also are special, but you are very special to me. And I'm very picky with who I allow in and who I share things with and who I um, spend time with um, because my energy, I protect it a lot. I protect my energy. I project, I protect my space. I protect my mind. I protect my mental health, physical health. And I only allow people in who really align with all of my values. And that's hard to find. But that's me being intentional, right? And when you live based off your intentions, you just get happier. You know, you end up with friends who are truly in line with where you want to be and who you are. Um, you you actually enjoy your conversations. You feel challenged by them. You feel like it helps you grow. The relationship helps you grow versus keeping you the same or talking negatively about people, right? Going back to number 13, so I recommend to highly be intentional with your time and your actions. Number 15 is oh I'm sorry, we were talking about taking up space. Um that was number 15, so we kind of went backwards. Um but anyway, um, but taking up space, right? Being weird. Um like allowing your intentions to take up space too. (laughs) I'm just repeating some things, but that's fine. Um, the right things I believe always come out, um, rather than just editing things. Um, but being okay with taking up space and knowing that your intentions and your values are guiding you and allowing yourself to choose based off of that, allowing your being to expand, allowing your intentions to expand, allowing you to change your mind. Like, Um, I was talking to my dad yesterday, and if you've been listening to my podcast, you know that my husband and I have been very rocky for the past year or so, and um, it's coming up on our eight-year anniversary that we've just been together, not married, Um, and my dad was like, you know, how are you guys doing, blah, 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 and I was just like, we're actually doing really well. We finally landed in a place, and we have our own intentions for our relationship and what we each desire, and he's just like, up for now. Like, my dad has this thing that, like, you can't change your mind. And he's very like set in his ways, and um, that's not in alignment with my values and how I choose to live my life. And so, you know, when he when he states things like, "Oh, you keep changing your mind," or "I used to change my um, profession a lot, Uh, I've pivoted my business now a lot too," and he's always like kind of had a problem with it. And I'm just like, "That's fine. Like me taking up space is me changing my mind as often as I need to find the thing that I want." And I'd much rather keep changing things and find the thing that I'm happy with versus settling and just being set in my ways. And if I go forward and then I go backwards or I choose a different thing and then I go back to the first thing I chose, right? Allow yourself to take that space up. And you can only do that when you're very secure with your intentions. And um, don't allow people to keep you small. If somebody disagrees with the way that you live, or the things you're choosing, or the way you're making your decisions, don't allow them to penetrate how you actually want to live your life, right? If I let my dad's um, fear of change, essentially, dictate my life, I would be very, very, very unhappy. And, you know, you can choose to share things. I don't share everything with him. Um, Or you could choose not to share things. That's up to you. But if you choose to share things and somebody disagrees with it, just allow that to be okay. You don't have to please that person. My dad's not living my life. I'm living my life, right? He can either love me the way that I am or he cannot. And of course, he loves me the way that I am, right? Okay, so now that is number 15, take up fucking space, allow your your vision for your life to be big, allow your thoughts to be big, allow your actions to be big in whatever way that is true for you. Nothing is off limits. Um, number six, 16, um, which you've kind of gone through, but it's not being afraid to leave others behind. And this is something we were talking about earlier in the previous podcast where we um, relationships we're talking about relationships and um assessing our relationships and again people either come with you or they don't and if they come with you and they grow with you like you your growth is a mirror for what is possible within them and so if people choose not to grow with you that's up to them you are not leaving anybody behind there's no behind It's just, it's something that no longer serves you, right? So you move in a different direction. It's not good or bad. It's not forward or backwards. It's simply, it just simply is. And so when you are okay and you're not scared to leave others where they are and you shift into what serves you, you grow quicker and you become more successful quicker in the way that you want to, in whatever way serves you. And again, if you make more money and people are like, what is going on? I don't like this. Who is this person? Or you leave your job and all of a sudden, you know, people question everything. I have a few clients who have left like their clinical jobs or left their master's programs or PhD programs. And then all of a sudden the people they were friends with no longer resonate with them and their friends are criticizing them or their previous friends are criticizing them. Like, let them do that. I left my master's. I was three quarters of the way through my master's, and I had a bunch of friends, a bunch of dietitian friends who I had known for years, and who I'd gone through my internship with, and who really resonated with me. And once I began building my business, a few of my like closest friends no longer like fucked with me. They no longer invited me anywhere. They no longer decided to talk to me. Um, you know, they didn't support me. I never really asked them. I was just like, cool, we're just not chilling. That's okay, right? And they also no longer resonated with me. You know, as I surrounded myself with more entrepreneurs and people less in the clinical realm and more in the spiritual realm and stuff like that, like my interests shifted and my focus shifted, my intention shifted and they didn't come with that intention and that's okay. Right. But if I chose to be scared, chose the route of being scared to leave those people behind for disappointing them or them not liking me anymore, then I would have not grown into the person I am right now. And I'm massively proud of her. Right? So that's what we look for. We look for how can we continuously make the choices to get us where we need to be. And sometimes that means shifting the dynamic or quote unquote, leaving people behind, even though there's no behind, it's just like, you're no longer, you know, with them. That's okay. Or shifting the way in which you chat with them or speak with them. right? And understanding that your growth is your choice. Their growth is their choice. What you do with your life is your choice. What they do with their life is their choice. So setting your intentions. And if one of your intentions is to, you know, own your own business. Or um, even if we go into health, like when I started taking care of my body, I had a bunch of friends. One of my best friends, actually, from when I was really young. Um, she she's like my longest-term friend, known her since since we were five years old, she used to live across the street. Um, we used to like spend so much time together and we would just eat crap all the time. And when I say crap, I mean like lots of Oreos, (laughs) lots of Pop-Tarts, nachos, like everything in the same night. And we, we just chilled off of that. You know, we would hang out and that was our relatability. And like, there were other things, but that was the main thing. And so when she, when I started taking care of myself, she started coming to the gym, we would work out together. And then all of a sudden she fell off and I kept going. You know, she's like, oh, like, come on. I don't want to go. I don't want to pay for it anymore. But, you know, come and do this. Oh, you can skip this workout. You're already skinny. All of these things. And I was just like, I'm not doing that. Like, you can either come with me to the gym and continue this, or you cannot. That's, you know, whatever. And no, I'm not going to come and chill with you until 5 a.m. and eat a bunch of Oreos. is <laughs> it just a big thing for us. Pop-Tarts were massive things for us. I used to love Pop-Tarts, right? And then as I grew older we found different points of connection but then she started to drink often like very very often and um currently I don't drink any alcohol but back then I was in a place of just wanting to limit it you know I wasn't healthy I wanted to maintain my body and my health and my energy levels and alcohol just did everything that I didn't want it to do or didn't want to achieve in my body and you know we were forced to not be friends Um, because that was the main thing that she spent her time doing. And I didn't like to go out and get drunk all the time. And that was all the friends that she had. So whenever like I went out with her, she's like, oh, so-and-so's coming. So-and-so's coming. So I would go and hang out. And I was just like, "Ugh, this is not how I want to hang out with people. Right, and so we we just lost connection because of that. That was her choices to do those things, and they're not bad or good. It's not I'm not better or 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 worse. Like it just is. She has different choices than me, and I don't need to make my choices based off of keeping her friendship. And if she cannot connect with me on the places that I have grown, in my health, in my business, in my relationships, in my life, in my understanding of the world, in my spirituality, like then she's just not. She doesn't resonate with me. And that's okay, right? So it, it goes into all different areas of our life. Um, number 17 is the intention to prioritize growth. When we prioritize growth, we, we succeed in ways that we could never have even fathomed, could never have even pictured, could never have even known was possible, Because when we grow, when we surround ourselves with things that help us grow, we develop a mindset that is based off of growth and constant improvement and constant you know, chasing a deeper understanding of ourselves, our habits, our mind, our actions, humans. We understand things in a way that we didn't even know was possible because we didn't know it yet. (laughs) And when you understand things in a very, very deep way, when you understand yourself in a deep way, That's what I believe true growth is. Then you are able to show up for yourself. Then you are able to make the money and put yourself out there. Then you are able to attract what you want because you understand how powerful you are. And that's when you truly can live a life where you're thriving on the external where you have enough money for everything, where you get to travel all the time, if that's important to you, that's something that's really important to me, where you have everything that you want, have enough money that you want, have enough time for everything that you want, have enough energy and space for what you want, have the relationships that you want. right? But if you're not prioritizing growth, you're in a place of just being where you're at, which is not necessarily a bad thing. That is up to you to decide. Right? And, and growth doesn't need to be this thing where you're constantly chasing something else. But growth gets to be an acceptance of where you are and finding gratitude in where you are and loving where you are right? while having goals of where you want to go. It's not always like I need to make more money or I need to be better in all of these ways. Growth is an internal thing. Growth is a sense of I get to deeply understand myself and my habits. And there's always more layers to look at and connect to. And as a result of that, then my external changes. If you've ever heard me talk about um, internal desires and external desires or internal struggles and external struggles, everything external is just a reflection of what we are doing, feeling, um, accepting internally. And so, growth is an internal process. The external struggles that we have heal or fix or improve when we heal the internal, right? It's like if you've ever tried to go on a diet, and which everybody's hands will probably be raised if I asked you to raise your hand, um, and you tried this diet and that diet and that diet and that diet, and then none of it worked, right? Because you couldn't stick to it, or because um, you know you couldn't make the choices that the diet was telling you to or whatever it was right the the problems that you faced followed from diet to diet to diet they followed you from diet to diet to diet it's because it's not the external it's not the food you're eating the food you're eating is a result of what you're feeling and how you're treating your body internally and what you're struggling with internally when you heal the internal the food becomes really easy to just eat things that make you feel good and then eat some cookies and move on with your life you don't have to eat the whole damn box of cookies right? Does that make sense? And so growth doesn't necessarily always have to be about getting smaller, getting leaner, getting faster, getting stronger, making more money, um, you know, whatever it is. It's about truly understanding the layers of yourself internally. And that's what I want you to, to understand from this entire podcast of talking about growth and talking about being successful. Okay. And then there's also seasons of when you just get to be where you're at, where you're like, I've done so much work on myself, and I understand that this now integration process, you know, I've improved my health, I've become consistent in this way, I've, um, you know, learned all of this about myself, I've made this amount of money my business, whatever it is, there's an, an integration process of where you are, and that is still growth, Integr- integrating, your new way of being thinking your new external life like gets to be a, a sense of growth as well right because you're learning new things about yourself you are learning to act in the world in a way that you now see things differently or you now show up differently. And that's integration. Integration isn't like a destination. Integration is a constant thing of you learn, you integrate, you learn, you integrate. And while you're integrating, you're still learning. It doesn't stop. right? Learning never stops. And when we resist learning, because we're scared to slow down, when we resist learning, because we are just fearful of what we're going to find about ourselves, fearful of where we're going to have to take self-responsibility, fearful of where we have to look in our lives and where we've been abandoning ourselves and our desires and things that we truly need, then we stay stagnant. And then it becomes really difficult to show up and be successful in the external things. So that's why prioritizing growth is really, really, really important for me. Plus it gives me a sense of, um, a sense of life. It gives me a sense of like, fuck, that was cool. (laughs) It gives me a sense of truly just understanding. And I love to understand shit. I love to learn about shit. And I don't want to go through life again. I don't want to leave this earth in a place of, yeah, I just kind of woke up every day and did whatever. Like that doesn't seem exciting to me. When I talk about the idea of thriving, I feel this like internal fire, this internal like, yes, (laughs) this internal sense of knowing this internal sense of desire and going after it continuously. This internal sense of there's never enough to know. I get excited about it. When you can get excited to learn about things in your life and learn more about yourself, like everything that you want becomes more exciting and it becomes less like of a daunting test, like, ugh, I have to go to the gym, ugh, I have to do this, ugh, I have to go to my therapy, or ugh, I have to meditate. And it becomes like oh fuck yes, I get to meditate today. I might not want to, but fuck yes, I know it's gonna give me something epic. And I'm excited for that epicness, right? So that's what thriving feels like to me. That's why it is so, so, so important to have this sense of prioritization of growth. Number 18, the 18th habit that I believe makes humans successful, that makes me successful, that makes my clients successful. Um, Even if they're not on a health journey, specifically with me, we all are on a health journey, But specifically with me, like I'm not helping them directly with their health, Um, but moving more and eating more. If you've ever worked with me on health, you have probably realized that I've told you that you probably are not eating enough. I don't even I don't have to count your calories. I don't have to estimate your needs. I just look at people's intake. I've looked at thousands upon thousands of clients in uh, dietary intakes. (laughs) About 100% of them are not eating enough. And I'm not lying with this. And any good health professional, I believe is a good health professional, will tell you that you are not eating enough. The world and the food industry is based off of 200 calorie bars or 90 calorie bars and the lowest amount of calories possible. And, you know, when they started putting nutrition facts on um, or calories when you go out to eat for restaurants, everybody fucking flip their shit. And I'm not saying that calories don't have excess. Uh, food outside has excessive calories. Like it does have excessive calories in it. Um, a meal of 1,500 or 2,000 calories is not okay if we're eating all of it at that time. Um, honestly, for anybody, <laughs> unless you're on steroids and are you know 250 pounds of solid fucking mass. Or, and even even that's excessive, honestly, Um, or a sumo wrestler. Sure, I don't know the dietary intake of a sumo wrestler, but sure, you could probably burn 6,000 calories a day, but I guarantee you, none of you listening to me are sumo wrestlers. (laughs) I crack myself up. But the moral of this story is that we don't have to focus on eating the least amount possible. When we do that, it becomes hard to show up for ourselves. It becomes hard to push ourselves. It becomes hard to move more. And our bodies are meant to move, and most people lack the energy for that because they're just not eating enough. They're just not eating enough, and they're not giving themselves enough energy and space. They're giving their energy away to all these other things: work and family and and uh, you know whatever else it is. Bringing the kids out and um dogs and stuff like that versus like giving yourself that energy when you fill up your cup and you have enough energy for yourself then you feel like you can move whether that's just walking whether that is pushing yourself at the gym whether that is uh you know doing a lighter workout or an easier workout or just something to like get your body moving that day like when people come to me and they say they don't have enough energy to work out, it's because they're not eating enough and they're not eating enough of the right things. Most of humanity that I've ever worked with is just 100% of them actually is not eating enough of the right things, fruits, vegetables, whole grains, enough protein, right? I can't tell you how many times I've worked with people on their health and I look at their diet and there's not a single vegetable in it or there's barely any vegetables. Like our body actually needs a lot of vegetables our body needs a lot of fruit. Our body needs a lot of calories. And when we've spent our entire life trying to eat the least amount of calories, we slow down our metabolism because then we're not moving as much. We are losing muscle mass. Our body burns through muscle mass for energy. And then we feel weaker. And then when we go to work out, we're like, oh, I can't do this. Right? Right? Or just getting up out of bed. Like this morning, it was so hard for me to get up out of bed because I was dehydrated and I did not eat enough after my workout last night. And like even I felt it. And my husband worked out with me last night too. And he had the same thing and he felt the same way this morning, right? And so it's really important to notice these signals in your body. Your body is meant to move and eat a lot of fucking good food. Move often, run, jump, lift heavier things, Like, your body is made to do that. And when you fuel it in that way, everything in life gets so much easier. Being successful in your business becomes so much easier. Being successful at your job becomes so much easier. Feeling energized to show up for yourself and your kids and your husband becomes so much easier. Because you physically feel good. You are giving your body what it needs. Our bodies are not meant to sit in front of the television continuously. Our bodies are not meant to sit in a chair continuously. Our bodies are not meant to just sit there and stare at a screen and go on our phone and go on our computer. Our bodies are meant to think. Our bodies are meant to move. Our bodies are meant to be nourished, connect with each other. And we have come so far away from that, especially with COVID. Like it was bad before that, but during COVID, it got even worse right because everything was shut down and we were all scared of each other and perhaps you still are and that's fine your comfort level is your comfort level but remembering that nothing replaces movement good nourishment and human connection and when you give yourself those three things you feel so much better in your life and so moving more and eating more is so important and eating more of the right things Eating more of the things that make you feel good, right? And a lot of times when I work with clients on intuitively eating, they're just like, oh, well, my body's just going to want pizza because I love pizza. Cool. No one said pizza was fun. Well, people did say pizza was bad, but pizza does not necessarily have to be bad right? You can get a good quality dough. You can get a good quality cheese. You can get a plant-based cheese. I haven't found a good one, so don't ask me about recommendations. You can (laughs) add protein to it. You can add a ton of vegetables to it, you know? Like, there's ways to make it really fucking nourishing for your body. The issue with pizza is that we can eat three slices and still not be full because it's not well balanced, and there's no vegetables on it, and it's high in fat and high in carbs without having a balanced amount of protein and vegetables. Right? So, pizza can be good. I eat pizza quite often, even when I'm trying to lean out. I just make it myself or I make sure to get it from a really good place and not Domino's. <laughs> Domino's pizza does not taste actually like food. I don't know what it tastes like. It's good. <laughs> but your body feels different, right? And that, that's the key. Pay attention to the way your body feels. Sure, Netflix and chill days might feel good, but then pay attention to the way your body feels afterwards. It doesn't feel the same as if you just went for a walk in the park, right, or went and had time with your best friend who you really love. It doesn't feel the same. It's nourishing, but in a different way. And it's important to understand the core of what your body needs. And that's not to say never have a Netflix and chill day, but it's to say that you need to balance it. Okay, so move more and eat more. Eat better food. (laughs) And when you truly pay attention to your body's signals, then you learn like, fuck, okay, it needs movement right now. Or okay, it needs more vegetables right now. Or it just needs more energy right now. I need to give it food. I need to get the fuck off my phone. (laughs) Which brings me to number 19. Spending more time in nature has been such a big thing. And depending on where you live, nature may not be like super accessible to you. And I get that. But our bodies, again, are not meant to live in four walls our bodies are not meant to not breathe fresh air. (laughs) A lot of our air is polluted. (laughs) A lot of, um, you know, like we spend a lot of time on cement. We spend a lot of time um, avoiding sunlight. We spend a lot of time, you know, just inside. And if you truly spend time outside in nature, whatever is accessible to you, you feel better. Like if you've ever gone to the mountains of Colorado, highly recommend to go or just Colorado in general, you end up feeling way different than if you go to New York City, right? Our nervous systems intake a lot. Our nervous systems are very sensitive and when you're in a really busy city like New York City, and when you are constantly having input from the phone and from other people and from, you know, honking and noises and the TV, and then you have 10 screens open on your computer and all of this stuff, it's a lot. And it's a, our, our, our body's not meant to do that. That's why we feel fucking, one of the reasons why we feel really anxious, why we feel really uncomfortable, right? Why we stress eat, why we feel stressed all the time. And so paying attention to that pattern and then comparing it to when you feel relaxed. It's like when you go on vacation and you're not just drinking and eating crappy food and you actually truly relax, you actually take your phone away and, you know, all the things away from you, you, um, and just have human connection and like, you know, nature, the ocean, whatever it is, the mountains, you, you feel different. You feel rested. That's what every day needs to feel like. And it might not be as perfect as you know, if you weren't working or whatever, if you, you know, didn't live where you are. But you can that that's what I want you to aim for. Because when you start to spend more time in that like more natural state, in that relaxed state, life feels better. Showing up for yourself gets easier. Okay. Number 20. Oh, I love this one. I love to acknowledge how epic I am, <laughs> and <laughs> I say this and I laugh because it sounds funny because it's so against everything that we have been taught, but if you've ever worked with me in your business or your health recently, you've heard me talk about this concept. If you were in the Just Keep Thriving app, you've heard me talk about this concept, and we spend so much time feeling down about ourselves that... We never actually take or we rarely take the opportunity to celebrate. And when we celebrate ourselves, like we are actually the only people who can celebrate ourselves and actually feel good about it. Right. If somebody has ever told you like, oh, you're doing so well, but deep down you felt like you were doing like shit, that person could say you're doing so well until they're blue in the fucking face so they can say how proud they are of you but it's not going to mean anything to you. You are not going to be able to accept it if you don't give yourself that same celebration. We cannot receive anything. We cannot receive love. We cannot receive celebration. We cannot receive acknowledgement if we don't acknowledge ourselves, if we aren't giving it to ourselves. And so the only way we can truly celebrate ourselves and feel good in our bodies and feel good where we are at and feel epic is by truly telling ourselves that we are epic, which means that we actually have to do that. And that's uncomfortable. This is one of the biggest things that my clients struggle with. And the first time I had ever recommended this to a client was, I want to say probably like five or six years ago, I had a personal training client who just was so inconsistent with her working out. She was just so inconsistent. And Um, so inconsistent with her nutrition. Um, She was just drinking massive amounts of soda. She was uh, just eating really crappy fast foods, and her body had a lot of inflammation, and she had a lot of inflammatory issues with her um, medical conditions and stuff like that. And um, she was just really struggling to nourish her body in a way that actually felt good. And it was... uh, she just constantly went down into spirals of having to stay in bed all the time and not feeling good and therefore missing workouts and missing workouts are fine it's just when it's a constant thing there's something going on something has to be looked at and when you're not nourishing yourself you're going to miss more workouts you're going to feel worse about them right and I was just like, okay, well, you're really negative. (laughs) You're in a place of truly hating yourself, like hating everything about your life. And you're perpetuating that, right? What we put out into the world, we receive back. And so that's why like people who are very positive and who choose to be happy and who choose to focus on the good things, even when things really feel shitty, um, that's why they seem to have more success, Right, because we attract what we put out into the world. And so I I challenged her to just write one to three things every single day that she liked about herself. Because she was just in a place of my body's gross, my body's fat, all of these things and Every single week she came back and she's like, Johnny, I can't do this activity. Like, I hate every part of myself. I don't like my nose, don't like my fucking hair. Like, I don't like the way I jo- I don't like anything. And she was just in this massive place of giving up her power so deeply that she struggled to even say one thing that she really liked about herself or her life or anything. I'm like, you could pick your damn toenail, like find something, right? And so when we are so, we are so conditioned to, that's an extreme case, but we are so conditioned to be negative. And I'm not saying depression is not a thing. I'm not saying that poor mental health is not a thing and that we don't struggle. We do, we do, we do. And I've been really down a lot of times in my life and I've been really depressed a lot of times in my life and I've always chosen to choose the path of not positivity in the way that like I don't acknowledge the depression or I don't acknowledge the sadness or I don't acknowledge the shit but in a way that I process the feelings when we don't when we avoid the feelings we feel more down when we avoid the fear we feel more fearful when we avoid the sadness we feel more sad even if we are trying to like go into the whole toxic positivity aspect that we can choose and that's not what I'm saying to do here what I'm saying is to feel the feelings feel the hatred for yourself, feel the negativity, feel the discomfort, feel the grief. Because are body is meant to process those emotions. And when you do that, celebrating yourself becomes easier. If my client had just stopped resisting, granted, I was working with her as a personal trainer, not as um, a deeper coach for her, which is why I do what I do now. But anyway. Um, If she had just felt the feelings that she'd felt, felt the discomfort instead of just trying like mow through life and push through, she would have been able to process those feelings and allow them to leave her body and stop taking up space and then give that space towards something more positive. And that's the goal. The goal is to feel the feelings and then feel something more positive and then switch the focus, right? And that switch comes naturally, Because when we aren't processing the feelings, we just feel more of it, even if we're trying not to feel it. But processing them allows them to enter our body and leave our bodies, right? And then it naturally gets morphed into something more positive. We're like, oh, I feel better. I'm so fucking happy I cried that out. I'm so fucking happy I acknowledged my depression and my anxiety, right? And our body naturally then goes into a state of more pleasurable things. But we have to process in order to create space and make that conversion, right? So acknowledging how epic we are requires us to acknowledge the things we don't like about ourselves and the places we don't want to see. It's not just like, I'm epic because of this, 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 and this, and this. I make the list of, I am epic because (laughs) I do this and this and this, and I am like this, and I've accomplished this, and whatever feels true for me at that moment. But in order to do that, we have to make space and we have to acknowledge the things we don't want to acknowledge. Okay. Number 21, we are almost done. We have six more. Number 21 is I create a thrive list and I don't do this as often as I would like to. It is something that I'm getting better with. And I am in the process of creating a thrive journal. It was supposed to come out late last year in late 2020. Um, and then I didn't like the manufacturers we were working with. I didn't like, um, some of the designs that we had and it just wasn't fitting, um, for exactly what I wanted. I wanted it to be absolutely perfect when I launch it. So that has been on the back burner while well, the app has been the main thing. Um, but in that journal, it's going to help you do all of these things that I'm explaining, especially make a thrive list. And a thrive list to me is Everything that I actually need to get done that needs to be checked off, you know, like my dogs need to go out for a walk. Um, I need to eat. <laughs> I need to, um, you know, get certain thing do- things done for my business. I need to record this podcast. Like I put that on my thrive list because it helps me feel really good. It helps me feel like, oh, I'm doing this to thrive versus just checking it off, right? It's serving me because as I record this podcast, I market myself as i market myself and i create more connections with you guys i help you as i do that those of you who are meant to work with me are going to be meant to work with me and are going to take action on that those of you who don't feel called to work with me aren't going to but you still got help beautiful that helps me thrive whether you pay me or not right so it's this whole loop that i create in my head and when i write it down of this these things help me thrive because of x y and and then it makes me more excited to do the things that i might not want to do like today i did not want to record a podcast i wanted to just sleep (laughs) and instead i'm recording the podcast and then i'm going to go back to bed (laughs) right and so i put everything on my list that i have to do that needs to get done from being an adult you know cleaning the toilets whatever it is or hiring someone to clean the toilets and then i also put on things that really nourish me so reading Um, you know, eating eating more fruit if I'm craving more fruit that day, eating more vegetables if I'm craving more vegetables that day, eating home if, you know, that's a goal of mine or an intention of mine that day, moving or resting or just going for a walk or going in nature, things that truly just nourish me, meditating, right? And so helping, so making this thrive list, you can call it whatever you want. I encourage you to call it thrive list and define what thriving means to you, but it helps you be more successful in that it makes everything that you do have the intention of really serving you to thrive, which feels a lot better than just having a to-do list, right? Number 20, oh, 23, I put here. So we skipped one. So we actually only have 26 things. Cool. So whatever. Number 22 is, (laughs) I can't count, surrounding myself with things that truly make me happy. And our surroundings, I, I see really impact our ability to show up. I see it in my clients. I see it in myself. When things feel clean, when things feel um, good to us, when we have scents in our house that really make us feel good. Um, I love putting on candles. I love having fuzzy blankets. I have a fuzzy blanket on me right now. I also have no pants on underneath because that makes me feel really good. But I am covered because I'm also creating a video for this where you can mainly see my upper body, I believe. Yes, you can mainly see my upper body. But <laughs> um you know, just things that make me actually feel good. Plants everywhere, colors that feel good. Um, I like pinks. I like gold. I like plants everywhere. If I can have like a hundred plants in my house, I totally would. Um, that That is a goal, but we're getting there. Now I probably have like 30, 35 maybe. Um, and yeah, just making sure my surroundings are in a set up in a way that really nourishes me one thing that I love to have is the Roomba vacuum it's like the robot robot vacuum and it um just cleans for you it cleans your floor for you and I have a lab and he sheds like a motherfucker and having my just four floors cleaned when I come home knowing that I don't have to vacuum or while I'm working and then you know the thing is vacuuming for me I have to do this like at least once a day if not it's covered in hair especially during the summer and so it just makes me feel better it takes the stress off of having to clean off of my plate which closes a loop that I didn't actually have to close that I didn't actually have to do and now it creates space for me to do something else right And so being able to surround yourself with things and creating an environment that's really nourishing to you is really important. And I understand you might have a husband or kids or dogs or roommates or something like that, but make sure you have your own space somewhere, you know, and you put your own touch in every single room. Okay. Um, next thing is 23. Getting support has been some of the biggest influences in my life, whether that is coaches, whether that is team members, whether that is a housekeeper or somebody to clean the stuff in my house, friends, like whatever way that feels true for you, get true support. And I think coaches are so, so, so important because we help you really see things in your life differently. We help you grow quicker then you would have grown on your own we help you process things we help you develop different habits we help cheer you on when things are when you're struggling and if we go into business and we go into business talk like building a business is not easy at all right there's ups there's downs there's really low points we we struggle with showing up we things don't go the way that we planned And having someone who has the strategy or who sees different strategies than you or has different um, methods of doing things gives you a wider variety to choose from, helps you see things from different aspects, and then helps you choose the best one for you. It's not that one coach is better than another. It's that you get to have an an array of places that you can choose from or an array of strategies that you get to choose from. And that's the goal. Because there's no one strategy that's going to work. Your strategy gets to change. It's like the same thing around health and fitness. Like your nutrition is going to change. Your fitness is going to change, right? And getting started is the hardest part. Continuing can also be really hard. If you listen to my story about like my weight gain and stuff like that. And coaches are just so, so, so important. And I don't think you need a coach every single second of every single day. But I think in general, We definitely need coaches and there are times to just integrate things and then there are times to really push yourself. Um, And I think both can be assisted by coaches in a very effective way. And I think that getting support and getting help from people, team members, friends, people in your house, housekeepers, things like that, to help you take care of things that don't support you in thriving but that like need to actually get done that you don't actually need to do creates space for you to show up better in your life creates space for you to be more successful in the things that truly are important to you like cleaning your toilet might not be something you like to do and if every single time you go to the damn toilet it's dirty and you're like fucking toilet is fucking dirty again hire someone each week to just clean the toilet (laughs) it'll lessen the amount of negative time you spend bitching about the toilet and then shitting on yourself for not cleaning the toilet you have two options clean the toilet three options options clean the toilet don't clean the toilet or hire someone to clean the toilet right pick one (laughs) but don't sit there and get negative and shit all over yourself even if money is a thing that's okay still do it i guarantee it's going to free up energy free up space for you to figure out how you can make more money or show up better to make more money and show up better to make more money that might have just repeated separating cool. So we have a few more left. My mic is doing some weird things, but I hope that it's still recording. Well, I went back and I listened to it. Okay. I don't know. I don't know how to really work GarageBand. I just record and go and here we are. So thank you for being here. We have a few more left. Um, we have three more. So get very specific with who you listen to and allow into your space. I've gone through this a lot, so I'll keep this one short, but be very intentional with who you spend time who you spend time with how you spend your time and who you listen to and find people who you feel really called to listen to and stick to those people whether it's one person two person three person three people five people but don't listen like okay so social media makes it very easy to find a lot of people and you can resonate with a lot of people and that's fine but listening to 10 people Trying to take the advice from 10 people is a great way to just like spin your wheels because everybody has different advice. So get very specific with what type of support you want, whether it's paid or free support, whatever it is, just Instagram or podcasts, and stick to those people's teachings until you feel like you have gotten enough. Until you feel like you've outgrown those teachings. Until you feel like you have fully integrated those teachings. And then move on. For example, I have worked with a few different business coaches, um, three to be specific, four, no, three, three to be specific. One I worked with twice, another one I worked with for like over a year, and then another one I worked with for a few months, and then I did a bunch of her, um, I was in her mastermind, and then I did a bunch of her um, do-it-yourself courses. And once I felt like I got enough of each of them, and I felt like my time with them was done... Then I found a spiritual coach and a healer, and um, I moved towards that realm. But I only picked one healer. (laughs) I didn't pick 17. I looked for business coaches, and I stuck with the same business coaches. Because again, you listen to 17 different people, you're going to get 18 different answers. Um, If you are looking for support from your friends and family, be very specific with people who only uplift you, who only make you feel better. Same thing with team members if you're an entrepreneur right? Um, Make sure that your team really supports your values and supports things in your business. Um, For example, I may be about to get rid of a team member who has been a part of my business for a while um, and she just no longer feels like the right energy for my business. I feel like my work with her has been done for a little bit. I feel like I'm just kind of like paying her to pay her versus like I truly feel like I really need her. And Um, That she's really doing well with my energy where I am right now. And so I'm getting very clear on the fact that I'm no longer wanting to um, employ her. And that's okay. right? So find people and shift. Shift the people you have in your energy space or you spend the most time with based off of how you shift and what you feel to be true. And that gets to shift. You don't have to be surrounded by the same people continuously. You don't have to be really close to the same family members continuously. You get to shift that. And when you do that, you allow yourself to grow. Go where you feel called to. Invite people into your space who you feel called to invite into your space. And sometimes it might feel challenging. Sometimes you might be triggered by things or sometimes somebody might say things and you're just like, ah, I don't know what to do with this. And it's just easier to run away from it, right? That's an opportunity for growth. It doesn't mean you have to get rid of that person. But be very specific and listen to a few influential people in your life and make sure they truly align with your values, okay? Two more. Live life like it is a vacation and also take a lot of vacations, whether it's like local vacations or just like a vacation from like doing your normal things and it's more of a staycation and then you just explore where you live, even if you've lived there forever. Like... Make sure you go about every single day, like just really excited. Like it's something that I get to do this, right? You go on vacation, you're like, fuck yes, I get to go on vacation. Wake up every day and say, fuck yes, I get to live. Fuck yes, I get to experience this day, all that this day comes with. And really, really, really stay true to that. It's going to be massively, massively life changing when you live like that and also take a lot of vacations like the money will come there will never be enough money where you can do everything that you want um without having you know to say like okay well i still need money for that i still need money for that even if you're a multi-billionaire you still need to consider you need money for that money for that money for that right and then you just want bigger things better things now you fucking want a jet right your your desire grows as your money grows so allow yourself to truly experience life now spend money on the vacations do the vacations now, take off from work now, like live now, stop waiting to live. I'll give an example. My dad um, always said when he retired, he was going to like go on a trip across the country and really enjoy his life. And, oh no, I'm sorry. When my grandmother passed, that's what he said, because he was taking care of my grandmother. She had severe Alzheimer's and she passed during COVID not from covid but just from old age she was 94 or something 95 she had severe dementia and um he was like once she passes then i'm gonna go live my life then i'm gonna go and travel the country he has a harley and he really likes to ride and all that stuff i'm gonna go visit my friends in this state in this state in this state she passed and it was during covid and all of a sudden he couldn't go and do it you know he was scared to do it and he ended up doing it eventually Um, and then he ended up getting COVID and spreading it and all that stuff. But you know what I mean? Like he, he waited until the perfect time and the perfect time game. And then the, you know, she passed and he was like, okay, now's my chance. But he couldn't, right? So the circumstances are never going to be perfect and waiting until a different time to celebrate or to live or do the thing that you want. That time may never come. Right, We never know when our day is going to be our last or a moment is going to be our last or a breath is going to be our last. And it's important to live every single moment like it is and to experience things when you truly want to experience them and really go for it. And that's what my entire brand is about is, is helping you thrive in a way that you love where you are, but you also create what you want and not just stay small. And not just say, when this gets easier, then I will do that. Or, like, I'll take a vacation a few times a year. Right? Make it work now. Do it now. Stop saving it for a later date. Because that later date may never come. And that's not cool. <laughs> right? And then the last thing. Well, also, just to piggyback off of that, it's, it's also really important to live your life like you're actually living. Right? Versus just like coasting and like, yeah, it's okay. Like, "Mm, yeah, life was good or today was okay. And there's going to be days like that and that's fine. But if you go into it with this energy of like, fuck yes, it's life. Then life itself just gets to be exciting. Even the down parts of life. That part still gets to be exciting. It means you're living. If you're feeling something, even if it's negative, you're still living. Right? And that's a blessing. That's a beautiful thing. And when you do that you feel more powerful, you feel happy, you show up for yourself better, you actually have more experiences. And that helps you thrive. That makes you feel joyous. And when we do that, we vibrate at a higher vibration. We attract more of what we want easier. And that's the goal, right? And then the last thing on this list is gratitude. And we've all heard, like, be grateful, be grateful, be grateful for what you have, right? And I don't mean it in a way that's like, be grateful, you ungrateful bitch. Like, be grateful in the sense of, yes, look around you and see all that you have, even though you don't have everything that you desire yet. And really go into each day with just being grateful to be. Being grateful of each breath, right? Being grateful for each heartbeat and really celebrating that because there's going to be a day where that doesn't exist and we want to make sure that we get everything out of this life that we can and when we go into life that way, being grateful for every moment even the shitty parts, like, oh, I don't want to feel this I don't want to be here, but I'm grateful that I'm alive right now I'm grateful that I have this experience I'm grateful that I can feel this and learn from this and grow through this, our entire perspective shifts and becoming successful in all ways becomes a lot easier. And being more consistent in our growth and in showing up for ourselves become easier. And gratitude is such a beautiful place to live in and a beautiful thing to feel. And that's my goal for you. Right, that's where thriving comes in. When you feel grateful, you feel like you're thriving. When you feel grateful, you feel fucking happy. Like there's something really fucking good going on and happening, and you know this could be happening and that can be happening and this can be happening. It's all shitty, and I still get to feel grateful. Right, the two coexist. Right, but when you feel grateful, it's almost impossible to feel really shitty. Right? That feeling can still be there, but the focus is on the gratitude. We constantly have a, a, an option to focus on something. When we choose to focus on gratitude, when we wake up, before we go to bed, when we're with our significant other, we get more present. When we're doing our job, we get more present. And presence is what helps us feel alive. Presence is what helps us truly live. And presence helps us really be successful and really love where we are. Cool. Well, that is all that I have for you in this two part long ass podcast. Um, Thank you all for being here. Thank you for coming through with my dogs barking and (laughs) my mic fucking up. I don't know what happened to it. I hope that it recorded well. Um, But yes, I will see you guys in the next episode. If this resonated, please let me know. Um, If you have not downloaded the Just Keep Thriving app, it is completely free. There's free and paid content on there. I would love to see you on there. You can chat with me on there as well. tons of work for free and if you like it for free then you will love the paid stuff um make sure you're following me on instagram let me know if you liked this episode and i will see you guys wherever i end up seeing you